It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, my friends? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. How are we doing today on a Friday? Bill Rossetti with you guys, and I hope you guys are excited because we are talking about the Hall of Fame. That's right. If you guys saw the news yesterday, we'll just jump right into it. Sam Mills, the three-year linebacker, but the great linebacker for the Panthers, which who helped put the franchise on the map. When he came, when the Panthers came to the league in 1995, is now a finalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2020. This is the third time that Mills was a semifinalist, but the first time, this is the first time that he finally cracked the final 15. And congratulations are well in order for him. Mills, of course, came into the league. In he was actually undrafted out of Montclair State in 1981. He actually eventually tried beginning his NFL career with the Cleveland Browns. He's, he had signed as an undrafted free agent with the Browns in 1981, but was among final cuts after the preseason. He then went on to the Canadian Football League for a short time. He actually played for the Toronto Argonauts in the CFL in 1982, but then was released actually before the season. He then actually played with some other football teams, including the Philadelphia and Baltimore Stars of the United States Football League before finally cracking the NFL in 1986. In fact, Jim Mora was head coach of the, of the Stars when they won the USFL title in 1985, and then Jim Mora then became coach of the Saints, and Sam Mills ended up essentially following Jim Mora. So that's where Mills got his big break in the NFL, was in 1986 with the New Orleans Saints, and his first career, his first season with the Saints, he tallied one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, and 92 tackles in playing all 16 games, starting 13 of them. Mills, of course, wound up not missing many games. He played in 181 total games, started 173 of them. There was only two seasons out of his 12 that he actually missed games. 1987, he played 12 games, and 1993, he played in nine games. And, of course, as we know, 1987 was the strike-shortened season where the season was made up mostly of replacement players. Sam Mills still played and, of course, played in... Uh, 12 of those games, like I said, but that was the season that the regular season was actually shortened to 15 games because of the players' strike. But all in all, Mills, of course, had a terrific career with the Saints. He wound up going to four Pro Bowls 
as a member of the Saints in 87, 88, 91, and 92. As he was a member of that vaunted Dome Patrol linebacking core of the early 1990s for the Saints. Then at the end of the 1994 season, Mills became a free agent and signed with the expansion Carolina Panthers, signing a two-year, $2.8 million deal. Uh, New Orleans actually matched the offer, but Mills was actually not happy that the Saints did not make him an offer until the Panthers made an offer, and thus he opted to sign with the Panthers. And of course, Mills went on to have a great career, even though even though it was only th three years. He had a great three-year stint with the Panthers and really helped them, or really helped put the franchise on the map. And of course, as we know, it took just two seasons for the Panthers to reach the NFC Championship game as a franchise. In those three seasons with the Panthers, Sam Mills played, of course, in all 48 regular season games and took part in a couple of playoff games as well. The two playoff games that the Panthers were in in 1996. Of course, the Panthers won the division that year, had a first round bye, made it to the NFC Championship before losing to the Packers. But in 48 regular season games, Sam Mills compiled 331 tackles, uh, six forced fumbles, six fumble recoveries, 10 sacks, also had seven interceptions, including a pick six in that 1996 season. And also had an also had an interception in '97, but the highlight was 1995 when he had five interceptions. And again, he returned one of them for a touchdown. So all in all, 181 games played, 173 games started. He totaled 1,265 total tackles, uh, 20 and a half career sacks, 22 forced fumbles. 23 fumble recoveries, three touchdowns off of fumbles, and also had 11 career interceptions and one career touchdown off of an interception. Mills, of course, then became a coach for the Panthers, spending 98 through 2004 as a defensive assistant and a linebackers coach with the Panthers before, of course, battling intestinal cancer and ultimately passing away in 2005. Mills, of course, is the driving, the driving force excuse me, behind Keep Pounding. Remember, it was Mills that talked to the players and coaches, telling them to keep pounding no matter what the obstacle in your way. And that is how the tradition began of the drum coming out for, before every home game and pounding it four times to signify the Panthers' fight through four quarters. That was all because of Sam Mills. It was before the 2003 wildcard playoff game against the Dallas Cowboys. So we, have, <coughs> excuse me, so we have him to thank for that. And, of course, his son now, Sam Mills III, is still a defensive assistant for the Carolina Panthers. And as we know, as of this point, number 51, worn by Mills, is still the only number retired 
by the Carolina Panthers, and of course he was the uh, the first member of the Panthers Hall of Honor. Of course, now we added a few more players, including Jake DeLome, Steve Smith, and a couple others, but still the only retired number in franchise history is number 51 for Sam Mills. And now here he stands as a finalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2020. And certainly, of course, again, many congratulations are in order for who is a great linebacker. Again, obviously not just for the Panthers, but in his time between the Saints and the Panthers. A great 12-year career, but again, he really helped put the Panthers on the map in the team's first three years of existence. So the question now is, will he actually crack the final five? Will the committee actually vote him into the Hall of Fame? Again, they will do the voting, of course, the day before uh, the day before Super Bowl 54. 15 will become 10, and then 10 will become 5. So the full list of finalists for the class of 2020. Again, Sam Mills is one. Then you have Troy Polamalu, who is a longtime safety for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and in my opinion, probably a lock to get in this year. So really, I think we're talking 14 players for four spots because I I don't think they're going to leave Troy Polamalu out. Or I don't think they're going to make him wait. Edron James, of course, great career as a running back for the Colts then also spent some time with the Cardinals and the Seahawks. Zach Thomas got close last year, back as a finalist this year. Longtime Miami Dolphins linebacker and also spent a year with the Dallas Cowboys. Bryant Young, Spent about 13 years with the 49ers. Richard Seymour, great defensive lineman. I think he's got a good shot, too. Uh, Seven years with the Patriots and then three years with the Raiders. John Lynch, free safety with the Buccaneers and the Broncos. Of course, won the Super Bowl in 2002. Steve Atwater, longtime Broncos safety. Also spent a year with the Jets. Leroy Butler, 11-year safety with the Packers. Reggie Wayne, 14 seasons with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, And then, of course, you got two members of the greatest show on turf, St. Louis Rams. Torrey Holt and Isaac Bruce, both are finalists. And obviously, you're already starting to see a bit of a logjam, not just at wide receiver, but at safety. Because, again, you're looking at Paul Amalo, you're looking at John Lynch, Steve Atwater, Leroy Butler, and then you've got all those receivers, Reggie Wayne, Torrey Holt, and Isaac Bruce. Then you've also got Tony Waselli, who spent six seasons with the Jaguars and was actually the uh, first pick of the expansion draft for the Houston Texans in 2002, but was ultimately placed on injured reserve. Alan Fanica, great 12-year career as an offensive guard between the Steelers, the Jets, and the Cardinals. And then Steve Hutchinson, another great offensive guard, played 11 years with the Seahawks, the Vikings, and the Tennessee Titans. So again, it'll be the 48-member committee 
who will meet on Selection Saturday, as it were, the day before Super Bowl 54. So that'll be February 1st is when the committee will get together. And ultimately what they'll do is they'll take those 15. Those 15 become 10. They'll hold on which 10 essentially make it to the final round. And then those 10 ultimately get cut to five, and those five become the modern-day finalists. This year, of course, is the special centennial class, where there will be 20 members being inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. But again, it's only still the five modern-day players, as the bulk of it is going to be 10 senior players, or, or 10 senior nominees, which are players, of course, that have been retired for more than 25 seasons. And then they'll also add three contributors who are you know individuals that are not a player or a coach, and then two coaches. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So again, all this will be determined on uh, on Super Bowl Super Bowl Saturday, as it were, and then they'll be introduced at the NFL Honors Award, the two-hour primetime award special, the night before Super Bowl Fifty Four. That'll be at nine p.m. on Fox, and then the enshrinement ceremony is from August sixth through the ninth, twenty twenty. And then there will be a centennial celebration in Canton from September 16th through the 19th of 2020. So again, bottom line, at least for the Panthers, Sam Mills is a finalist. Again, the question now is, will he make it to Canton? But nonetheless, just the fact that he's made it as a finalist because again you have all these great players and they eventually whittle it down because remember you started with the original list of 122 nominees in september that was then reduced to 25 semi-finalists back in november and now you're down to the 15 modern day finalists of which sam mills is one so congratulations to sam mills and best of luck in the voting process. So really, that's kind of the the bulk of the news, I guess, for the Panthers as we head into Wild Card Weekend. Of course, not involving the Panthers, but we obviously have some good games coming up, and it's going to be going to be an exciting weekend, I think, starting tomorrow. It's hard to believe tomorrow starts the playoffs already. Bills against the Texans. Patriots against the Titans, and then Sunday is the Eagles against the Seahawks as the late game. Uh, Sunday, of course, starts off with the Vikings against the Saints. Uh, so we'll 
you know, certainly be interesting to see how the Saints do coming out of the NFC South. We know as the three seed, if the Saints win this game, they will then be off to Green Bay, the number two seed for the divisional playoffs. But of course, if the Vikings win, they then will have a date with the top seed of 49ers. And then the other team, depending on that game, will get the winner of Seahawks Eagles. Uh, I'll run through my playoff. Might as well run through my playoff picks real quick here. So in the AFC wild card, I've got uh, I'm picking Buffalo over Houston. A little bit of an upset there, and then I'm actually going to take Tennessee over New England. I do think Tennessee can spring the upset. They're playing really well. New England obviously struggling a bit, and now they've got to play on wild card weekend instead of getting the bye. I think Tennessee can do it. Uh, NFC side, picking the Saints over the Vikings and the Eagles over the Seahawks. I think the Eagles will bounce back from the first meeting. Again, another team playing really well. They've kind of figured it out. Doug Peterson has done a great job coaching. Carson Wentz has obviously played really well over the last couple weeks. So I'm going to take the Eagles over the Seahawks. So then divisional weekend, that would set up Tennessee at Baltimore, Buffalo at Kansas City. And then New Orleans at Green Bay, Philadelphia at San Francisco. And I'll start with New Orleans. I think they'll go into Green Bay and win. Um, they, they're just such a complete team right now. They're they're on such a run. I, th I think they've got the overall roster to compete with and surpass Green Bay. You know, Green Bay has certainly been up and down. So I, I, I'm going to pick the Saints to get to the NFC Championship game. And I think we're going to get ourselves a rematch of that epic game from a few weeks ago, the Saints and the 49ers, because I think the, the Niners will end the magical run of the Eagles. It was a good run for the Eagles, but I just can't see them going into San Francisco and beating the 49ers. So NFC Championship, I've got the Saints against the 49ers. AFC, I'm going with the top two seeds. I'm picking the Ravens to beat the Titans. Chiefs to beat the Bills. So we've got Ravens, Chiefs, Saints, 49ers. Super Bowl, I think the Ravens beat the Chiefs. In a close one, though, I, I kind of went back and forth. It would not surprise me. You know, the Chiefs are obviously angry from last year. They would love to get their revenge. But I'm going to pick Baltimore at home. And then I'm going to take the Saints over the 49ers. I think they uh, they get a little bit of revenge from that first game. Drew Brees finally breaks through to another Super Bowl, so I think we see the Ravens against the Saints in the Super Bowl, and I'm going to say that Drew Brees will get his second Lombardi Trophy. So the NFC South will be <laughs> represented a little bit, but that that is my Super Bowl pick: the Saints over the Ravens. In Super Bowl 54. And there you have it. So there they are. Signed, sealed, and delivered. And probably sure to go wrong. But oh well. Knock on wood, I guess. That they that they do. I mean, no matter what. It, I think it's going to be a fun playoffs. A lot of good teams. A lot of, uh, a lot of intriguing matchups for sure. Especially this weekend. I mean, Bills-Texans can go either way. Especially with J.J. Watt coming back. Uh, you know, we'll be seeing if Tennessee can pull the upset. Eagles, can they continue their run? Vikings and Saints have obviously given us plenty of fantastic playoff matches over 
over the last decade or so, you know, from the Brett Favre near comeback and then the overtime win for the Saints to, of course, the Minneapolis Miracle a couple of years ago. So it always seems like when the Vikings and Saints get together in the playoffs, something exciting happens. So, you know, I, I expect no different on Sunday afternoon. But I think that'll do it here. Again, just of this, of course, was to kind of reminisce on the great career of Sam Mills. As again, he has been recognized as a finalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2020. So with that, I'm going to get out of here. Have yourselves a great weekend, guys. Enjoy the playoff games this week. Enjoy the bowl games if you're watching. And we'll we'll be back next week to do it all over again. And um, actually Monday, of course, we are targeting the return of Mock Draft Monday. We're getting into draft mode, and then we'll certainly look into free agency at some point, too. So with that, thanks so much for listening, guys. Have a good weekend, and we'll see you next week right here on LOP. Until then, take care, my friends. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.